Will the things you're chasing in this life save you when you die? Real life starts now. Welcome to Real Life with Evangelists Ann and Kathleen Lay, where people with real problems find answers in a real God. Welcome to Real Life. I'm your host, Kathleen Light, and joining me is my husband, Evangelist Don Light. Later in the show, you'll hear from Jordan Samuel, who was on our previous show, who was chasing money and woman, and then died and had a sudden realization. Mm. There are so many things in this life that we're chasing that we think are going to help us and fulfill us and make us happy. But to be honest with you, are they going to outlast our death? Are we going to find those things accumulated? And yes, after I die, I'll get to keep everything. Well, you know, the Egyptian pharaohs were buried with all their treasures, believing that it would be there for them in the afterlife. Mm. But what's the reality of that? Because we spend most of our lives not thinking about death. Mm -hmm. We want to think about how we can acquire more, how we can do more and attain more and be quote unquote successful. Right. (laughs) And have retirement. Everybody's planning for their 401k and their retirement and (laughs) how they can enjoy life on the beach. And it's going to be so fulfilling when I get there one day. And I think that sometimes there's a subtle thought that if I have quote unquote success in this life, it will somehow save me in the next. Mm. It'll somehow be prepared for the next life. Is that true? Mm. Well, in 1 John 2, 15, 17, it says, the Apostle John, he's saying, do not love the world or the things in the world. If anyone loves the world, the love of the Father is not in him. For all that is in the world, the lust of the flesh, the lust of the eyes, and the pride of life is not of the Father, but is of this world. And the world is passing away and the lust of it. But he who does the will of God abides forever. Mm. And when you think about that, maybe all this time we're spending time trying to gain maybe the wrong things, chasing after the wrong things, mm. that even though those things are good right. and we're chasing things of this world, maybe it's not what we should be chasing. We should be chasing God and knowing him and preparing to know, God, what's your plan for my life? Right. And I think some of the things we're chasing aren't that good either. You know, if we're trying to be in relationships with multiple people and we're chasing That's after money up, right? and, you know, it's where are your priorities? And the Bible talks about idolatry and whatever we put before God, it can become something that we're chasing that's an idol. Mm. And so where our treasure is, there our heart is also. So what I do in my life is I have to take a look at, okay, God, am I putting you first? Are you my treasure? Because I know that I can't take any of it with me. When I die, that's it. Whatever's here stays here. And Mm -hmm. so the Bible also talks about, you know, we're born naked, we die naked, and that's it. So we can enjoy everything here temporarily, but what is it for eternity, my friend? If you haven't called out to Jesus to save your soul, I want to encourage you to do that because He will save you when you call out to Him, and then your priorities will get straightened out, and God will give you all the joy and peace that your heart desires. Let's hear from Jordan Samuel after the break. Real life is made possible by people like you. We'd like to take this opportunity to sincerely thank you for your generous support. We couldn't do it without you. May God bless. Welcome back to Real Life. I'm your host, Kathleen Light, and joining me is my husband, Evangelist Don Light. Hello, everyone. Joining us once again is Jordan Samuel, and he was sharing with us how he didn't believe there was a hell. He believed in karma and tried to do things right in life, but ended up stealing cars for a thrill, doing drugs, 
And even when he got out of that life, he was still smoking pot and doing drugs just yeah. to relax and to fill that void. The normal party life. Right. And he ended up on an oil rig, partying and doing things he shouldn't do. And let's hear the rest. Jordan, welcome to the show. Thank you. Thanks for having me, guys. Yes. So I understand there was a night when the guys asked you to go smoke some pot with them and thought, well, this is great. It'll help me to sleep. And you ended up smoking crack, not knowing that it was that, and you were hauling it. And I guess the term for hauling means you're like drinking it almost. Tell me what that means. Yeah, like hauling, I'm talking about it. That's where you hold it in before you blow it out, you know, inhaling it in, holding as long as I can in my lungs. And so, like I said, I had no immunity at that time. And that's when, you know, everything started spiraling out of control. And uh-huh. I made it to my trailer room, right? And mm-hmm. my heart was just pounding, you know, up and down, up and down, fluttering. You know, felt like someone grabbed boiling hot water and poured it over my heart and I was sweating profusely. And, you know, that's when my heart was failing on my last flutters of my heart. I had no strength. I couldn't even get to my phone. Um, And at the same time, I was thinking that, hey, this would just pass, you know, like, oh, I've done drugs. Like, what's going on? Right. Like, but I never knew the level that was actually happening. And that's when I went to a place in hell. And now I always make this very clear because some people say, yo, man, you were tripping. It's like, no. I know the difference between tripping and then experiencing. Mm. Those are two different things that I'm just addressing right now, and I'm fully aware of them. So you left your body. You died from a heart attack in that moment. It wasn't just a crazy trip. This was where you literally felt yourself leave your body, and there was a deceptive thing that happened during that time where it was intriguing where you went at first. Tell me about that. Yeah, so what was happening was my heart's fluttering. I'm on the trailer floor, and I'm getting pulled away from my body. And, and all of a sudden, I'm on this one-way road. It's like a highway. And I was in a drop-top convertible, and I had a nice suit on, and I had a big money bag beside me. And down this one-way road was a big city skyscraper in the background. And there were all these women, beautiful, supermodel-looking women, with all their stuff hanging out, you know. And basically what this was was everything you think you want in the world, right? This is what Mm. was happening to me. It was like, you know, money, cars, success, women, sex. I had it all in that moment, and it was real. It was tangibly real. Like, you could feel it. It was so real. And I'm driving, and then in the distance, I remember hearing the only pure thing in my life at that time, which was my wife who was praying for me. She said, baby, come home. And I realized that this was actually happening, and I realized that where I was, I was dying on my trailer floor, and this was real. Like this oh. was, I, I said, no, this can't be happening. No. And I said no to all that stuff. And I looked behind me, and these women turned to huge 14, 16-foot demons, is the way I would say it. And they were, you know, the ugliest things ever. And oh. they were trying to all take me down, take me down to this place. And I looked behind me. I hear screaming. I could smell like rotten eggs is the best way I can describe it. I hear screaming. I look behind me, and I'm holding on the steering wheel. In terror, I'm so afraid. And I look back and I'm going, no, no, no. And I hear, turn around, get out of here. And it was people burning. There were people in hell and they were burning in levels. And I knew I was just in a level that I was falling into. And it kept going down for miles and miles. And it's darker and darker. And it's the worst sound, worst smell, worst everything. And that's when you know it's just not a trip. It's all your senses. It's not just one. Mm. It's real, you know. So. So they were burning. Mm, That's scary. They were burning. Did you feel at that moment that you were in this place forever? Like, what did time feel like for you? 
I felt like I'm gone forever. This is it in this moment. And I'm going to burn forever. Like, I do not want to go there. I mean, you feel like you're helpless. You're helpless. Like, no good karma is coming to save you right now. You know, my money couldn't save me. Women couldn't save me. Your life savings can save you. No Buddha. None of these things came to save me. Nothing. You're trapped, you know, and I'm not getting out of this. And so when I said, no, 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 I snapped to my last heartbeat on my floor of my trailer. And in my last breath right there, like in my last breath, I say, help me, Lord. And I died right there. That was it. Okay. Uh And that help me, Lord, was the only thing that saved me in that time. Because your spirit is wired to know who your creator is. Your spirit is wired to know. And I cried out and that was it. And I was in a black infinity place and I knew I was dead and I wasn't getting out. And that was it. That's how I felt. And it was like a waiting area. And I knew that I could never even go back to see my wife, you know, my girlfriend at that time, my kid, my family, even your enemies. You knew that you can even forgive them. It was just like, this is it. Like I just wasted my life and this is it. I was like separated. That's how I felt. You know, I was just walking aimlessly in blackness. It's like looking at the stars at night, but there is no stars. But all of a sudden, this light in the distance, like a star appeared and it zigzagged towards me like a cloud. And this man stood on this cloud and stuck his hand out. And in desperation, I grabbed it. And this man is the Lord Jesus Christ, my Savior, who brought me and I went to a level of heaven with the Lord. It was in the moment, your last breath, when you came to, when you said, help me, Lord. And the Bible says, all who call on the name of the Lord shall be saved. And you cried out in your last moment to Jesus, and he reached into your desperation and he pulled you out. What feelings did you feel or what did you see? What did you smell? Wow. When you see the Lord, you know it's him and it's like liquid love is the best way I could describe it. And people always ask me, they say, what does he look like? What color is he? And I just say, man, honestly, he's bright. He wears a crown on his head and he's the king and you know it. You don't ask questions. You know, Mm. you just know it. In heaven, when I go up to heaven, I saw the gates of heaven. And the gates of heaven, I didn't walk through them because I'd be living for eternity with the king right now. But I got to see and there's layers of roads of angelic singing that just go up and up in layers. And you can just hear the most beautiful sounds that you can't even imagine that are on this planet today. Wow, Jordan, it's so amazing how you were given such mercy in that moment to actually see what heaven would be like and to feel the presence of Jesus and to see him. And we're going to hear more about heaven on our next show. And we're going to pray for those who may wonder, is heaven and hell real? We know that you had that thought that you didn't even think hell was real, but you found out a very hard way. So we're going to pray for those who are listening. Thank you, Jordan, for being with us. Thank you. You know, you're finding evidence here that all who call upon the name of the Lord shall be saved. And we're all going to experience a true death one day. How must I be saved? How do I get to heaven? Do I just be a good person? The answer is simple. We all cannot be good enough. But when we call upon the name of the Lord Jesus Christ, He can pull us out of the hell that we deserve. And all we have to do is call upon Him. Lord Jesus, we take that moment right now for someone who's listening and has never called upon your name. Jesus, together we say, Jesus, Lord, save me. Save my soul. I want to walk a life with you. I receive you, Jesus, and I believe in you. And I want to walk into the life and the afterlife that you have for me and the future. 
Father, we ask for this in Jesus' mighty name. Amen. Amen. If you said that prayer, give us a call. We want to send you a Bible. Our number is 877-480-4477. Again, 877-480-4477. You're listening to Real Life.